What's going on, everybody? Welcome to The Liftoff. This is going to be a weekly podcast where I talk about general topics that I think that are pretty interesting that you guys might need to know. So I hope you enjoy the show. In three, two, one, let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to The Liftoff. This is episode two. Thank you so much to, for tuning in to this podcast. It truly means a lot to me. And I hope all this information does help you guys out. Uh, down the road. So today's episode, we're going to talk about knowing your supplements. Um, recently, I went to Walmart to pick up a couple things and ran out of pre-workout. So I decided to check out the supplement area over at Walmart, and that was my first mistake. Uh, so I decided to look at the ProSups Mr. Hyde uh, pre-workout. And I, I, I have used it before and, you know, have no issues with it. Felt pretty good on it. And I decided to, you know, check it out and see see if this is still pretty good. So one morning, uh, right before I went to the gym, I decided to just take a little breather. And I read the back of the, of the canister and it said... Warning for California residents, consuming this product can expose you to lead, which is known to the state of California to cause cancer and birth defects or other reproductive harm. For more information, go to www.p65warnings.ca.gov. Now, I read that and I really did freak out because, you know, even though it's for California residents, you never know if there's even lead in the supplements all the way down to Georgia, let alone in California. So I immediately stopped taking that pre-workout and uh, I recommend anybody just to look in the back of the supplements and they see that California warning, just don't even attempt to buy it. It's Just don't do it because you never know if there's even lead in it, which is absolutely crazy that you they have to put that on the canister. Um, But usually for me, the supplements I take are Muscle Farm Salt, uh, the Cellucor C4, and the Ghost Legend. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Muscle Farm Salt. I've been taking that the most out of any of those supplements. Uh, I really do like it. And also it's um, banned substance tested. For each of their vets, so the way they actually on other supplements, they have the informed choice little green check mark on it too. So that means there's no banned supplements substances in the supplement while you're taking it. So you won't get dinged if you're in college getting tested or in the pros or anything else. So uh, with the Muscle Farm Assault, I've been taking that for a very, very, very long time, and I really do like it, and I I am. You know, I'm not going to steer away from it anytime soon. But lately, well, not lately, a couple of years even back, you'll always see influencers promoting supplements and they say, buy my stuff, buy this stuff, here's my code, you know, Sally Pants 15 to get your 15% off discount. So just make sure when you actually look at the supplement they're promoting. Look at the ingredients. See if it's legit. Just do your homework. 
because if you don't do your homework, you're going to get burned and something's really bad is going to happen to you and and it's all from the supplement. So I'll give you a great example of not listening to influencers. Um, there's this Instagram page called Rubber Band It's Official. He DMs these three influencers that have a high following, uh, pretty much over a hundred plus followers, and asks them to promote his supplement. And with promoting his supplement, he's going to give them a large sum of money. And he did mention uh, in the mess in the message that the main ingredient of this supplement is cyanide. And so the three influencers that he got were at Lauren Gooder, Gooder, and at Mike underscore H A S S I N I, and then at Zara Holland. So these three people have a big following, and they're promoting this product. Well, not, I don't even know if they knew what cyanide was, but they're promoting a product that has cyanide in it. And do you think they really care about you? No, they care about them making money and that's it because they'll promote anything for a buck and that's why you should be doing your homework and checking out the supplements, the ingredients and see if it has the banned substance tested logo or the informed choice logo. I'm telling you, it's well worth it just doing your homework on any of these supplements. Um, so... Uh, I do have some listener questions. Uh, yes, so last week on my Insta stories, I actually put put a question poll on my Insta story, and you guys flooded it, which was awesome. So um, I have four questions. Two of them are pretty much in the same realm, so I'll put both of those uh, the people's um, Instagram handles together and just talk to about their question. But uh, the first Instagram handle is at the Super Mario. What are things that are rude or insensitive to type 1 diabetics? Um, the one thing that kind of gets me is anytime I have a sweet or anything, everyone says, oh, are you allowed to have that? Are you okay to have that? Yes, I'm okay to have that. I just need to dose my insulin properly. Um, if I don't, obviously, I can get in trouble, but if you do the carb counting or dose your insulin properly, you can eat whatever you want. Not that I do recommend it. I recommend eating a healthy diet because even if you're working out and you eat junk food, it's not going to help you out, get fit, or you know, feel better about yourself. So just be, just don't really, just chill out in the sweets and, you know, just eat it sparingly. I always tell kids when I was working in the emergency department that since they're a type 1 diabetic, just think of desserts for special occasions like birthdays or, you know, the holidays or whatnot so they don't like gorge on junk food and just, you know, see themselves back in the ICU because they're in DKA. So, um, and also the other one is the misconception of type 1 diabetes and type 2 diabetes. A lot of people, even in my work, they don't really know the two differences between, well, the differences between the two, um, which is okay. You know, 
I'm always welcome to learn uh, to show or what to tell people what the difference is between type two diabetes and type one diabetes because people need to know. You know, they they don't know much about diabetes, which is fine. But if they want to learn, I am willing to you know talk to them, let them know what like the feelings that I feel when I'm low or high or what I usually do for when I eat or pretty much anything, anything, any questions they have, I usually, you know, let them know what my experiences are. Uh, once again, I've only been a diabetic for four years, so I'm still relatively new to diabetes, but, you know, I'm always learning and just wanted to, you know, educate people that, you know, we can do cool things even though we have this disease and we can't eat whatever we want. Um, so the next question we have is at CrossFit underscore hunting. What time do I wake? What time do I wake up? Uh, I typically wake up on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays about 5 a.m. because I usually get to the gym at 6 a.m. in the morning. Uh, I can't do afternoon workouts because you know I have two two little kids under the age of four. So and it's not fair for my wife when she's watching the kids all the time and then I get out of work and go to the gym and then come back just for dinner and only see the kids for you know like two hours or whatnot. So I guess why I usually do my workouts in the morning. Um, and then the days that I'm not working out is usually Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, I usually wake up at like six. Um, if I think I need to get a little bit more sleep, I'll usually sleep to like six thirty, but. Uh, lately, my four-year-old son's been waking up at crazy hours of the night trying to see if he can go downstairs and watch TV, but I always tell him no and get back to bed. So, um, But usually when I go to bed, uh, I usually go to bed uh, before 10 o'clock, the time between 9 and 10 o'clock, because if I go to bed after 10 o'clock, I don't feel great in the morning time and I just don't it's just I feel super tired super lethargic and I just don't think I'm gonna get the proper workout or you know I don't really want to rely on coffee either so um, so I try to go to bed roughly around those times uh, so the two the other questions I have are kind of the same ones um, they're at well, that the Instagram handle is at s i g n e underscore Harris, and this is a really good Instagram handle, I think, at Mighty Morphin Watermelon. So pretty much they asked, um, what can they prevent? Uh, how can they prevent highs during workouts? Um, for me, I do get spikes in my uh, sugars when I work out, but I think that's due to the fact of you're working out high intensity, your body's stressed out from lifting weights, so all your hormones are kicking into like the fight and f the fight or flight mode, so which causes your your blood sugar to rise a little bit. Uh, so what I typically do is after my workouts, probably like a half hour after, um, I go back to my car and check my blood sugar, and if it's still a little high, I usually just take a little bit of insulin to kind of correct it. Now usually after a little while it kind of corrects itself out 
but for sometimes it doesn't. Um, I've had that happen before. Um, but just just dose your insulin properly. It's going to spike a little bit if you're really putting your body under stress and those, like I said before, those hormones are kicking in. Um, so just yeah, just just test it and just just you know try other things like try to take a little bit of insulin before working out like not too much that you're gonna get low and pass out but you know everybody's different so just try the after after workout just take a couple units of insulin see if that works and if not you kind of talk to your doctor about it too um yeah we'll just go from there so thank you very much for listening to the liftoff episode two um, I really do appreciate it. Um, if you have any more questions for me, um, love to help out. So you can hit me up in, on Instagram at Type One Lifting, or um, you can my email is my email address is Type One Lifting at gmail.com. So if you have any questions, you know I'd love to put it on the show and um, and just let me know. And also, if you want to check out my T-shirt line that I have. Um, the proceeds of these shirts go to the Children's Diabetes Foundation. Um, you can go to type1lifting.com as well. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in again, and I hope you have a great day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to The Liftoff. This is going to be a weekly podcast where I talk about general topics that I think that are pretty interesting that you guys might need to know. So I hope you enjoy the show. In three, two, one, let's go.